Okay, back. Switch it up. Change it up. Because you 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 said why do we always start like that? And I was like, well, it's because you know why we always start like that. It's because I'm always one that's opening you the start, pot, and then I mock you when I start. Um, welcome back. This is Aisha. One half of this podcast. This is Lexi. The second half of this podcast. And this is Sisters Reading Romance. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> why are you laughing at me? Um, this is last week of January. Last week of January. This book. This podcast will come out on your birthday after my birthday. I'll be 29 when this is when when you're listening to this. I'm 29. It's fucking nutty. But yeah, she's old, old. So it's Almost champagne birthday, champagne birthday, 29 on 29. Um, yeah, this will be after my birthday. Um, so, so this the, week, yep, we're reading Once a Princess by Joanna Lindsay. What's the second book called? It's You Belong to Me, I think that's what it's called. Oh, I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah. Okay. Also, Once a Princess doesn't really super fit the... No. Well, yeah. It does have princess in this, in the title, which is accurate. But it, yeah, it doesn't quite fit the rest of the... Does it mean like once, like, once you're a princess, this happens? I don't know. Because that... You're thinking too far into I'm it. Too far into it. So this is book was this is from 1991. Yeah, which is good because Joanna Lindsay's early stuff I can't. I just fucking can't. It's too much. Well, once it gets a little too rapey, that's when you're just like, ooh, I'm out. Yeah, this one is not quite rapey. That's not, not the worst word I use. But it's not quite progressive. Yeah. It's very of its time still. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Tropes. Historical. Historical. Um, Enemies to lovers. Yes. Uh, virgin heroine. Yes. Secret identity. He, uh, yeah. pre- he pretends he's not the king. I guess. Sure. Um, Insta lust. Sure. Road trip. Yeah. Um, kidnapping. I guess they. T- I mean, in te- like technical terms, what they did was technically kidnapping, but because they didn't really give her a choice. Yeah, but they didn't like hogtie her and you know carry her out. I mean, they did it on the on the, the second riverboat. Time around. Second time around, they did, but yeah. rightly so. Um, okay, that's all I've got. I mean, yeah, that's all I got. Royals. I guess. A small made-up country in the middle of Europe. Europe. Yeah, they, they, it is a small made-up country. Although they, they mention um, other real countries. Yeah, it's like supposed to be like on the like on the edge of like Russia and Poland. Uh, yeah, at the time, Poland is Russia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or has been taken by Russia. Um, if that gives you context. Because in the this second like, book, his... Uh, it's... Well, the funny thing is I read the second book before I read this one, so... Are these two in the second book? Yes, but oh. not as much because that's also a road trip. Oh. It's basically, like, almost the same book. Oh, really? Yeah. Because this is from... This is supposed to take place in 1930... 1835, sorry. 1835. Yeah, it happens... I think they're married for, like, a year or two. Like, they don't have any kids or anything. Oh. But they're definitely, like, married and his dad is dead. Oh, so okay. He's like full king. He's like full king. Full king. Um, okay. Do you have any other tropes to add? No. The nice thing about physical TBRs, like we have, the, we've all, we both have the physical book for these, and I can read the back of the actual book. Um, so this has a good read score of four point zero nine and had eleven thousand ratings. Almost twelve thousand. Mm-hmm. The four point zero nine is accurate. That's accurate. I mean, yeah. Book. Um, the thing is, is like Joanna Lindsay's. Yeah, I don't know if I trust Goodreads on like Joanna Lindsay in general. Well, because the hard thing is about Joanna Lindsay is that her early stuff is very of its time. So you have to take it with a grain of salt. Like, if you're going to read one of her first, like, because this has got to be, this is, what did I say, 1991? Yeah. So she was writing until the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And 
So this is about halfway through her career. And the first 10 years of her stuff is like, it's good, but it's very of its time of like when, what romance was like in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Whereas like this is in the 90s and this is in the, on the cusp of like romance changing. Harlequins are not the only way to get romance anymore, but you are getting mainly mass market paperbacks at the grocery store still. You know what yeah. I mean? So like you do have to take it with a grain of salt because if you read this expecting something different, you're going to give this a low rating. But if you take it for what it is. Yeah. I mean, you give it- the thing is like the reason I don't trust in particular, Joanna Lindsay, also Lisa Claypass a little bit, like all those like really like the really big historicals. It's like either you're fully committed to the bit. Yeah. And you're just like, this is like the greatest book ever. Like I know some people talk about Gentle Rogue, like it's the greatest book ever written. Um, which is <laughs> I why, face. Yeah, which is why I'm <laughs> like, I, I don't know Not for me. if I trust it, but also do I think it's kind of like an accurate esque rating for okay so because if you're into historical this this is is good this is very it's good and it's very like it's kind of like middle of the middle of the road like it's not super (laughs) extremely rapey yeah but it's also like not like them trying to put progressive modern day yes takes on it takes on it it's like this is a historical the way historical assume yes it would be like Yes, I agree. So I think if you're a historical reader, this is a great book. Honestly, I would recommend this to historical people. I am not a historical reader. I can appreciate this is a good book. But for me personally, I I would have never picked this up unless we were doing this for the podcast. Do you know what Ayesha said to me when I had picked this book for this month? She was like, do we have to read a second historical even though most of what uh, used books are on my shelf is historicals. Yeah, I mean, and she, and p- you picked your historical. Why can't we pick my historical? My, but my historical is fucking Song of Achilles, which is very different than this book. But I also you didn't I don't understand know. the assignment. To be fair, Johanna Lindsay is such a hit and miss. We, I had no idea well, what I was going pumped, to expect. Oh my God. She like pumped like Stephen King amount of books, books out. out. Like she has over like i think 300 books in her name yeah it's she a has lot a lot of books she she, she is about at least like she is one of the like founding mothers yeah, of would, historical romance she'd pump out at least like 10 books a year like yeah she is a household a name for sure like and the thing is this is a good book like i actually like this book but i which is why I'm saying that like a 4.09 in Goodreads because Goodreads can be hit and miss, especially with old Johanna Lindsay's because sometimes like Gentle Rogue has a really high rating. And I was yeah, like, because eh. some people think Gentle Rogue is the greatest book ever written, which if you're if you're looking for a classic historical romance written in the 80s, that's what you're getting. I don't know. I think I like this one. Oh, I mean, obviously, I like the more I like this book better than the last one we did. Johanna Lindsay. Yeah. So like, because also one the, my biggest problem with Gentle Rogue is the fucking age gap. Yeah, she's like eighteen and he's like forty over forty. Yeah, where and he's like thirty in this and she's like twenty. Yeah, she's like twenty. I think she's she's twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah, she's like early twenties and he's and like that 30. made sense. That makes sense. And That's so more realistic. Like, the gap. Fine. I I accept the gap. Yeah, which is a historical thing. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I also think that this that book was very like she was naive, but like way too naive in Gentle Rogue. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, Tanya's kind like naive and she's a virgin, but she's not like I don't understand what like, happens. The entire time she's like, "Wow, this sounds like a scam." Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. She did not believe them until they showed they they were on the ship going back and, to Europe, and the butler was there being like princess like yeah explaining things to her and she was like maybe this is not as scammy as it is because and then they they get to the country and she's like oh not scam not a scam yeah well because she's like she's like you're all just so fucking committed to this bit (laughs) yeah and she just thinks it's the four of them that are committed to this bit and then she gets to this boat with their crew and she's like "Ooh, are all these people in the same yeah like that doesn't that seems like a little far-fetched for all of them to have the same story because it's like these four rich dudes yeah 
are like show up show up and say oh my god you're a princess and like we're gonna take you to, to be your, the queen to your country and you're gonna marry the king yeah you and are, she's you like are a queen. that sounds like a scam and i'm gonna be like sold on the black market yeah she's basically like i'm being trafficked yeah because you're like you're fucking rich how do i know you didn't get that money for this nice clothes because you sold some other girl yeah and then yeah so she goes on the boat and then there's um the butler like, and she's like you can't really buy a like this like, com- this more- commitment yeah is a lot to purchase. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you read the back of the book yet? You haven't read the back of the book. I have book. not read the back of the book. Uh, okay, let's go trigger warnings. So I have abusive guardians. Yeah. And then the attempted assassinations. Yeah. Those are the two that are like, I would say the biggest Also, ones. when they explain the assassination of her entire family. Yeah. It's pretty. Like, it's he a goes lot. quite into detail about like, oh yeah, they murdered this, ch- like, like this child. Yeah, they all the whole family, the whole family, most of which were children. Most of them were children, besides her parents, because there was like si- and his, six like, kids or something. Yeah, there's no, there's four kids. I think she was the sixth. No, I think there's four kids, and then she was the fifth. And then there was, but the, her the, her father had siblings as well, and they murdered the siblings yeah. and all of those kids, and then all like her entire line is like gone. gone. She's the last one. Yeah, so. They did go pretty in depth with that. I also think if you're someone, the villain in this is basically the mistress. Mm, not really, because she doesn't end up actually like. I mean, being the one trying to kill her. I wasn't a fan of that part. So like, I will we'll get it. To, we'll get it read the back of the book. Just read the back okay. of the book. Okay. Once upon a time, in a rustic Mississippi tavern, a beautiful exiled princess was forced to dance for the pleasure of others. Unaware of her regal birthright and infuriated by a magnificent golden-eyed devil who crossed an ocean to possess her. From a far-off land, a a bold brazen prince comes to America to claim his promised bride. But the spirited vixen spurned his affections while inflaming his royal blood with passion's fire, impelling virile Stefan Barney to take in sensuous and searing conquest the love young Tatiana vowed never to yield. So, that's accurate. It is accurate. It doesn't tell you much, but it is accurate. Um. Okay. So this is book one in the series. And my initial thought is that, so the care, there's four friends in this. The king, Stefan, mm-hmm. his cousin. His cousin. What the fuck's the cousin's vis- name? Visil? 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 There's like, it's like I, V-I-S-I-L Visil-E? It I is very, um, it's very European. I think there's an eye at the end. And then there's Lazar. Yeah. And then there's. It starts with an S. Like Sergio or Sergi or Surge. something. Serge. I think his name is Serge. Like that's it. Um, So I, I think the intention was that she was going to write four books in the series and each yeah. friend would get a book. Because you got the sense by the way that they were introduced and the way that their personalities yeah, were given. Also in the second one. The only other two besides, so the second one is the cousin, which is Vistil. I'll I'll look it up right now. Vistil? I think that's his name. Let's see. It is... Vistil? Vasily. Vasily. That makes more sense. But he's the the main character and his two, so Stefan isn't in it. It's more, but he's the king, so that makes sense. But he's the king. He can't go on a road trip. Uh, but the other two friends are in it. Because it's, on the road trip it's, the, it's king, count, baron, and baron? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that the two friends are barons. But they're all part of his Group guard. of friends, basically. Yeah, his, his like, his, like his personal guard. guard. Yeah. And they grew up together. Like, they're all friends. Yeah. So I got the sense that there were supposed to be four books, but she only wrote one other book in the series yeah i think she it's either they just like didn't perform very well which kind of shocks me because i liked this book her publisher was probably just like let it go move it on let's oh. let's usher it along or she just got distracted by other storylines thousand morale or what's the what's the um 
Oh, the Mallory, the Gentle Rogue series? The Mallory series has like 13 books in it. And the fact she couldn't finish the four of this series. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that's that is really weird. Maybe maybe it didn't do well or something. I I, I bet you it was probably like it just underperformed. Because in book two has a 4.06 rating and still has 8,000 ratings on Goodreads, which is which is a lot given this is a book written in the 90s. Yeah. So So, most people who read it at the time probably didn't go to Goodreads and was like, remember this book I read in the 90s? I think I'm going to rate it on Goodreads now. That's true. (laughs) That's something mom would do. (laughs) It is something mom would do. We'd introduce it to Goodreads. She'd find it on a list and be like, I read this. And then she'd just like go and give it a rating. And then she'd read like 500 books in a year. Yes. This is actually just our, our parents' generation finding Goodreads, discovering it, and then... Marking red on every book that they've ever read yeah. in their life. Because um, I thought this was a good book. I actually did yeah. like this book. I like this book. For, I was getting text messages from you being like. I was so frustrated. I was like. Oh, this book. And I was like, dude, it's a, it's like Joanna Lindsay. I really don't. I know. So part of me is like, you do have to. Joanna Lindsay is a very like signature style. And this is a very Joanna Lindsay book. Yeah. And. I, I, this is a good book. I would actually, I'm not a circle person, but if all four books were out, I probably would eventually finish the series because I did actually like the story mm-hmm. that I would probably read on. So I'm kind of disappointed that the whole, the whole group didn't get, uh, yeah, a, a book, but, um, yeah, I liked the book. I just found the beginning really slow mm-hmm. because it took them so long to convince her to fucking get on the boat to begin with. She's she jumped off two boats before they got her on a boat. Yeah, well, because like, on the main boat, on the they, main they, boat, they, yeah. they got her on a couple river river boats. Because she, because like, it just was so slow when they're still in the tavern and they're like, "You're a princess," and she's like, "Nah," and yeah, I was and like, "She like runs." Yeah, multiple times they catch her. They catch her, and then. And then they get her on, on a boat, and then she runs off that boat. She and like they have to go. They circle back to her town in Louisiana. Yeah. Cause and basically, then they get on another boat. Because I thought, okay, so they I was shocked. Yeah. So when she jumped off the boat, I was like, okay. And then they're fucking committed because they're like, fuck it. And like, Stefan's like, you know what? Fuck this bitch. And he jumps in too. And then the friends are like, no, that, oh, fuck. That and was they, my favorite part was when she jumps in. He's worried that she's going to get eaten. She's going to die. She's going to die. The paddles. Yeah. She's never seen a river, a river boat. It's, it has like the big paddle in the back. Yeah. She, so he well, so thinks he she's going like, to die. Yeah. He thinks, and she also will like imply that she can't that swim. She can't swim. And he was like very worried. She's going to die. All his friends were like, she's fucking lying to you. And then when he jumps off the boat, all his friends were like, I guess, we're, I guess we're gonna do this yeah they're like i guess we're fucking getting in this ocean and then they jumped it's some ocean it's the river, uh, the river. they My jump thing in is like and then they just picked the right bank i guess they did catch her because they could see her white shirt so they like yeah. were like there she is they swim she, after she really her think that through. and then they do catch up with her and then they but yeah that was my favorite part where they were like where I guess we're committed to the bit. I think we're just we're just fucking we're just, getting in this ocean, out, like, and like they don't have anything on them. Have, so it's whatever I think they the f- have like a, like a couple daggers. But it's like whatever the else. fuck they've got on their body yeah. because they they didn't have time to like if if they let Stefan jump in and didn't go after him, he'd be gone because the boat was like turning a corner, and they were like fuck. So they all and jump this is in. Also, after she had pushed two of them into in the, the river. into the water, yeah. They, I think she pushed. She's uh, pushed Stefan and Serge. Serge, I think, into the water. Because they were behind her and she tried to, like, bolt. They also are on this bit that Stefan isn't the king and that his cousin is the king. Well, because he thinks that she's going to be so Worried about the scars. By his scars. And she was like... They're just scars, they're bro. They're just scars. Like, like, I would have to see how she... Like what they look like. Because she didn't like. really explain them besides like his face is kind of like littered with like some like white scars. Because I just assumed that when she looked at it, she was like, oh, those are shaving scars. <laughs> like, although they do, it is like, it's basically like a bite mark and it's like down his face. Yeah. So they, they did sound big, but like, I don't know. Let's be honest. If someone's really fucking attractive, 
a scar isn't going to make Except them unattractive. It's like everyone in the fucking country, in his country, was like, oh my God, you can get over, can you get over the scars? That is a very like and she's just uppity, like, like, I think that's like just an aristocrat snobbiness though. Yeah, where she grew up in like a tavern. He, yeah, he literally thought she was going to be so like disgusted with his scars that she would not want to marry him that was okay and then he was like afraid because he was like insecure about the scars and then she everyone... got pretty and he's like fuck she's pretty yeah <laughs> she wears so so uh when they first met her she's wearing like ash on, ash her, face. on her face i want to know like how much fucking makeup was she wearing to the point where they were all like oh she's a hag she's like an ugly hag and like probably a lot because they probably like she basically made her skin gray so she looked like sunken she looked like not like like underfed her eyes looked she was underfed but she was very skinny yeah so like i mean because they discovered she was wearing makeup and they gave her like an opportunity they're like you could take the makeup off now and she's like why don't you go fuck yourself yeah (laughs) they were the the banter in this was good i just like I really hated the, like, everything came back to, like, oh, well, she's a whore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And although it did, it is explained at one point where she's, like, I get that they're not saying it to be offensive. They're saying it as, like, a statement of fact. But it is kind of offensive. <laughs> like, it's, like, it was a fact at the first time. Yeah. Even though she's a virgin. Because... And that's why she's wearing the makeup. It's like the thing is, it's yeah. like, they just never looked at the context clues. They all just looked at the facts. They were very like, mad about it. They were just like, okay, moving on from that fact. They didn't look at like the whole thing. Like, why is she wearing makeup like that? Why does she have a dagger on her belt and threatens to slice everyone's throat anytime yeah. they come anywhere near her? But she like, basically was trying to go un- unseen, untouched. Yeah, because she didn't want. And she was also like, was I'm going to die like alone. Like, I don't need a man. I don't want a man yeah i'm going to die like this because what i didn't expect so when she jumped off the boat got into the river swam across then they found her they got the horses and then she took off one of the horses i actually i expected them to catch up with her really quickly and then be like get the fuck back here but no, instead but she took she went all the way back to the fucking town and then they had to catch up with her there and i just no, felt like to that the, took so long they got to the town before her because she took all the back routes yeah because she, didn't, so want to be she didn't want to be seen and they they were just like well we're going back to the town because so they, they knew where she was gonna go just like like they got there first to the yeah. point where he was able to buy the fucking tavern sell it yeah my thing wasn't the that. My thing was that it even happened. Like I just wish that was cut out. Like yeah, I was like, this this, this this didn't like, need to be in she, here. When she like ran back to the town, it should have just like next chapter start when she was in the town. Yes, instead of like the, the it's her. You get a little bit of her journey, and then you get the the interactions of mm-hmm. them finding her in the town, and then the selling of the, the stuff. I I just thought okay. that was like a little One bit thing too I much. Had, like a bit of an issue with reading this book is. And this is probably just because I'm so used to how books are written now. But there's usually like a page break when they change perspectives. Where like I found they were like changing perspectives in the middle paragraphs. Yes. Like they were like first talking about. Because this this is in third person. And then they would like jump right into his perspective and then kind of continue on like that. And I was like, where's the. Where the fuck are we? What's going on? (laughs) Yeah. And it's it's in third person. So she can can jump around. You can do that. But I just like. But I'm one, just so used to like a page break when you break pers- because it goes one sentence is in her point of view, yeah. second sentence is in his point of view, and they kind of just like but the storyline is still continuing on yeah. as normal. But you you're getting one thought in hers, one thought yeah, in his. I just kind of just wanted a page break. It was a little confusing. I and you got other people's point of views in it as well. Oh my god, you got the fucking mistress's point of view at I the didn't beginning like of the book. I was like. Wow, this was written in the nineties because nowadays you wouldn't you wouldn't even you wouldn't get this. Yeah. I didn't I didn't like that part. Um I did like his fucking raging temper and the fact that he they were like, Oh fuck. Yeah, and she was like, Well what are you gonna do about it? And he huh? was like and yeah, and, and then he, he knew was like what do you mean what am I gonna do about it? Because everyone usually cowers before his rage. Yeah. And she's just like, I fucking dare you <laughs> And I mean, he does call her bluff, but, yeah, but then also I did think like it was funny. Like, it was funny. I thought it was actually because he was never at risk of like actually hurting her. Well, because, yeah, he knew most people were afraid of his rage. He just like 
he just would get really mad and need an outlet for his energy. And it often came from having sex yeah. or like punching something. And I, I just, I thought it was actually a really good part of the book because she was constantly like, I fucking dare you. And he was like, are you sure? And she'd be like, yeah. And he'd be like, all right. And it was just, it just added to their banter and their banter was good. She'd also edge him like egg him on. Yes, on purpose. In the casino or the the gambling room scene. Yeah, she was like, "I'm gonna make him mad." Cause on purpose. Him. I did. Okay, I'll I'll jump to I to not okay. I didn't like her being like, "I'm gonna walk into the fucking forest because I'm pissing yeah. him and he's gonna." Like, he's going to get upset, and then I'm going to, like, I want his attention. He's ignoring her. Yeah. So she's like, I'm going to fucking walk into the forest and freak him out because he's ignoring me. And I was like, it's like a little childish. I mean, I understand she's supposed to be 20, but she doesn't come across as young. No. Like, she comes across as, like, she also obviously has lived a hard life. Yeah. So she comes across as quite mature. But also, so for her to do like, that, I was at like, at that mm. point, because I will say this. I think the most, miscommunication went on too long. Most Joanna Lindsay books, like even the second one, did the same thing. So I was like, when it got to that point, I was like, I don't know why I expected anything different. But that's the part. It like drags on, and the like, it's literally like him. Like she would tell him something, and he would just be like, "Oh, she's just being sarcastic." Yeah, and then but she, and then vice versa, he'd say something, and she was like, "But I'm a whore." Yeah, like he's lying, or like. They would never take each other seriously when, even when they did have a moment of honesty. So the miscommunication went on so long. And that's when I texted you being like, I fucking can't. Like, these people need to figure it out. Like, yeah. it's too much. Because that was too much. Like, when, yeah. Like, the misunderstanding continued on so fucking long. And don't on, like, the banter was good. I liked the battle of the wills. Like, this is a true enemies to lovers. Like it is. And this is a good enemies to lovers, but the fucking miscommunication went on way too long. Like when they had sex the first time I was like, okay, this is it. They're going to get together. They're going to have like this. I was like in my head, I was like, the assassin's going to come still. I have a feeling, but they're going to deal with it together. Nope. He's like, like, he just leaves. Yeah. And she's just like, she sits right. there and she's like, well, and fuck then, me, I guess. And then she called in the, the friend to be like, you need to look at all this evidence I found because he and ran out of this room hotter than like. Yeah, he like he literally than this. took my virginity and fucking left. And then he was like, so and we're still not gonna- thinks she's a whore. Yeah. And she, she, the, the friend comes in. We're just like, he's like, where's the blood from? And she's like, it's my blood. And he's like, so you were injured. And she's like, no. And he's like, so we're just not going to talk about the blood. And, and she's like. No, the blood is not important right now. She's it's like the giant cut in this in this fucking pillow. Yeah. And he's like they all know that she's a virgin at this point now well, and they believe she her point blank except told them. fucking Stefan and yeah. I'm like And then and then the sex part happens and I'm like fucking obvious. Like And then literally he didn't figure it out until like the last 3 and pages I was like, of this book. Oh my god, I was like and then he leaves and she sits in bed being like this is honestly so shitty that I could laugh. She's like, this is fucking awful, and I now have no proof, and he is an idiot, but we're here, yeah. and this is just now my life. And I was like, this is fucking so shitty. And I, yeah, that was, I was, that was too much for me. I was like, mm, no, you need to fucking get your shit together, guys. Um, and the the wandering into the woods thing, I'm not, I'm undecided if I liked it because, okay, wait, let me let me finish. So. She wanted us into the woods. That was fucking annoying because she was like, I'm doing this to like basically get his attention, which is very childless. But then she gets stolen, gets taken to this little fucking mountain town. Yeah. And then the, and then the guy is the guy like, is just like, I don't want to have beef with him again. So yeah, when he shows up, I'll just I'll you can. Just. And she's like, you're not even going to ask for ransom. And he's like, do you want me to ask for ransom? And she's like, yeah, you should. You should get all the money out of him because fuck him. Yeah. And and she doesn't even. Like, it just sounds, it was so anticlimactic because he shows up well, and he's I like, the, oh, the this reason... guy again. And the guy's like, you owe me $500. And he's like, fuck. Okay, fine. And then the and guy's then... like, yeah, and you have to fight me. And the, the whatever, like the leader is like, you don't, but you don't have to fight him. Like, just give me the $500. You can take her back. 
And like, it was just so random. I mean, it's random, but they needed the scene because she was so certain that the mistress was the assassin that it It does confirm it. When he was like, oh, yeah, she gave me this like fake piece of jewelry, which is why I'm giving you back because it wasn't worth this. It wasn't even it's like a fake. It's like glass. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, I was just like, I don't understand why this scene isn't here because nothing. Well, I think it was just so. She doesn't even wake up to see him fight the guy. She has no idea what's happening. And she was safe the whole time. And I was like, what? I think they're in the second book. I think they also kidnapped. (laughs) Okay. Because I wasn't quite sure. I was like, I don't understand. Is this setting it up for something else? But I was like, this just didn't need to be in here. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't think this did anything. There was another way to link the mistress to this scene besides the way this turned out like it just felt so extra and like unnecessary um yeah so like my beef with that whole scene isn't the fact she wanders off it's the like why is this fucking weird scene in here like this whole so like sub story did not need to be here correct okay what do you have anything else any other parts you want to talk about before we go skip to our least favorite and favorite or will they be connected what was your favorite part? My favorite part was the the boats. The when she jumped off and all the friends were like, "Fuck, fuck it." There's even like because there's this third person, and at this point, they're both off the ship, and there's literally a scene with the three of them standing on the like they're the boat just deck. Like, Are we gonna do that? And, and then one like, of them's like, oh, "We should. We, we gotta do it." We and they it. just just all jump into yeah. the fucking river. My favorite scene is the fucking ending. So. She's about to be killed by the assassin. Yeah. And Stefan just just waltzes in, waltzes in with a pair of pants, realizes what's happening, throws the virgin blood pants at the assassin, <laughs> takes his gun, shoots him over within like seconds. And then he's like upset because he's like, why your virgin you- blood is on this. And why didn't you tell me? And she's like, you're an idiot. And he's like, I know. And it just is so, I was just like, what because <laughs> it was like it was funny because he literally doesn't knock at all he just he just throws the door open realizes that she's about to be killed mm-hmm. immediately throws his dirty ass pants at the assassin's face takes his gun and shoots him and then it's fucking over and i was like this all led to this moment and then they had the conversation of like him being like so you were a virgin and she's like yeah and he's like why didn't you tell me and she's like you're an idiot and, and he's like, like i did tell you, you and he just... was like i am an idiot <laughs> as he like presents her these yeah and dirty then he pants. Was like but you don't want to marry me because my scars and she's like that's literally not, not the reason wanna, not i don't want to marry you because you literally told me i had to marry you yes and- not that you want to yeah. And because you fucking took my virginity and didn't even realize it. And then you sold my tavern that I worked my entire life to get. Yeah, like the scars are not the problem, bro. Yeah. Like <laughs> and- there are there are other calls coming from within the house and it's it's not it's not this That one. is not the flag here. Yeah. The red flag is not that. Also the fact that the the butler, like his personal yeah, butler, his butler bustled- laid the dirty pants yeah, out as like, like you're an idiot. <laughs> like that Even whole friend, i thought the friend i thought was gonna, was gonna come something. back to the friend being like here are the sheets i, th- I thought yeah. he was gonna like yeah i thought the sheets he, were i thought he was gonna bring up the fact that she was like a whore again with the friends and then he was like you're the um, idiot you should have looked at the sheets when he fucked yeah. her and left i thought know? so too i didn't think it was gonna come back the way it did i thought it was really it was funny which is why i think it's my favorite scene because i was like this is just so there's so many things happening here but the mm-hmm. core of it is funny because he just he just waltzes in and throws these bloody ass fucking pants at this assassin and kills him. And then it's just fucking over. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that was my favorite part. What is your least favorite part? The fucking mistress in, at the house. The first house they stay in. Oh, where she kisses him. And yeah. then, and then she like walks around with jewels and yeah. then she shows up in his room and he's all, he's like, I don't understand why she's ignoring me. It's like, Ah, buddy. Weird. Buddy. It's almost like you have like a literal woman that you've slept with hanging off your arm right now. While you're trying to have dinner with your wife. Yeah, while you're trying to have dinner with your like future queen. 
And it's like, oh my God, like, why is she ignoring me? He is kind of dense. He's very dense. Although they do it to each other at the same time. Yeah. Because my- she was like, well, I'm going to ignore him because he's his fucking mistress here. Instead of being like, and he was like, if she shows that she's jealous, I'll get rid of her instantly. But I just want to make sure that I she mean, wants me. He the She did show she was jealous. She tried to murder her, his mistress. Also, the fact that he took his mistress's word, like... I know. Because she was like, oh my God, she said she hated your scars because they were disgusting. And he was like, she said that? And I was like... I hated that part. Because like, you know... This is a woman that literally you know she hates you. She knows she you, she does not like you. She's doing this because it gives her status. Yeah, and she wants to be the queen, the king's mistress. And also, she wants to be a fucking lady-in-waiting yeah that was like i don't understand why he was like he thought that was a good idea because when she she, said it out when he like said it she was just like why would i want your mistress to be my lady in waiting and she just like looks at him like you're an idiot yeah she was like um i'll I'll, consider it sure think about that but like she looks at him like are you dumb yeah i my least favorite part is just the constant miscommunication like it went on so long basically all the way up until they get married, which is literally the yeah. last chapter. The la- they don't even... Getting married is not even on page. It is... They literally miscommunicate. There's, there's no epilogue, by the way. No epilogue. No. Which is disappointing. And because this is like a 99 novel, there's no website to look up for a fucking... I mean, maybe Joanna Lindsay has a website. She's dead, I'm pretty sure, so... I mean, she is dead, but maybe someone kept up with the times. With her, her estate. I don't know. And put... The bonus chapters. <laughs> I doubt that. I doubt she wrote any of those chapters. But yeah, I. It's just the fact that miscommunication literally, like, literally goes up until the last chapter, like all the way to the end. So you don't really get them together at all. Yeah. Okay. But you get them together in the second book, which is now looking back at the second book, I quite enjoyed that. Now that you know them and you're like, oh, yeah. this was fun. <laughs> this is fun. You saw them together. Um, okay. What was your rating? I used four. I used four too. Because this is a good book. It's I just like book. was I devoured fucking... this. I read this in a day. I had to stop after the the sex scene at the at the the virgin scene. I was like, I need to I need to take a hot lap because I was so fucking frustrated about it not solving the problem of their miscommunication. Um, steam. I actually I so it's like a one. They have like one sex scene. Yeah, but then there's the the like he does finger her at the river, which I thought was going to be the point where he realized that she was a virgin. I thought so. I thought he too. was going to like break her hymen with his finger and then look down at his finger and be like, "There's blood on my finger." <laughs> Like, I thought that was going to happen. That would have been good. That actually would have been a good scene. But, yeah. I... I don't know. I I have a two. Because because there was a lot of, like, will they, won't they? Mm. At the beginning. No, and then there was, like, the scene where he's drunk. And then they, like, almost kiss. And then... Or he takes the bath. Yeah. I don't know. Is this a one? I think this is a one. I didn't find it extremely sexy. I didn't no. find it very spicy. It was more like Are, angsty. So, so it was a zero closed door? Yes. And then one is like a historical. I guess that does make sense. Like a historical like will be a, a one, one with a one. I would like maybe argue like a 1.5. Maybe argue. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I, would, I would agree with 1.5. <laughs> okay. Would you recommend this? Yeah. I mean, if somebody wants to get into Joanna Lindsay, I'd probably recommend these two. But I also would put, like, a caveat of, like... It is a Joanna Lindsay book. This is, like, just remember, you're reading... You're reading a, like, historical Joanna Lindsay book that was written in the 90s. Yeah. I think if you're a historical fan, I think you'll like this. Yeah. If you're someone who doesn't read a lot of historical, this will be a struggle. Yeah. Because if you would... if I read a lot of historicals when I first started reading romance. I feel like that's how a lot of people get into into romance. So if you had given me this at like 22, I would have fucking devoured it. It would have been great. But at 29, with all the other things I've read, I just, I'm not a historical person anymore. 
It's just I love a good historical. Um, would you reread this? Maybe, maybe this one. I don't know if I'd reread the second one. Oh, really? Okay. I, think I enjoyed this one more than the second one, but that's okay. just because. Uh, what what's the cousin's name? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, he's so fucking annoying. In this. Okay, because he was annoying in this. He's annoying in that, but he like they were like, oh, but he's playing a bit. He's playing a bit, so you hate him. So you then. I'm the better option for you. Yeah. And they were just like, and the, but he was like, they, they kind of have like a weird, like sibling relationship by the end of this. Yes. We're like in this book. It was kind of like, he still had the same, in his the book, same arrogant, he had the same arrogant attitude, mm. but also was like, you knew he wasn't like you, like it wasn't like that like in the back of your head knew he wasn't gonna end up with her it was like oh she's gonna end up with this fucking head dickhead okay because because in this book tanya took a little while for me to grow on because the beginning when she was like trying to escape all the time i was like just fucking i don't know sounds scammy to me when she when she kept saying it's scammy up until like they were on the like main ship i was like girl just like well she didn't know she was gonna get kidnapped and sold I think that went on a little too long, and that's why it I took me a while for her to grow on me. Portion in America took on a little too long. Agreed, but I liked Stefan. Like, yeah, I liked. Stefan. He was so good. He's got to be. I on. He's got to be one of my more like my favorite historical. Um, I don't know, Sebastian. Man, if you get over the the rape subplot in the other books. He, I wasn't a huge fan of. I mean, he was good, but I I actually really liked Stefan. So I would recommend this. If you're a historical fan, I would read this. This is a book I'd recommend. But yeah, it is a Johanna Lindsay book. So like they don't get together and get married very easily. That's never, that's not a Johanna Lindsay thing. Yeah. No, the second one. Are you planning to read the second one? Can I don't I know. I haven't spoil? decided. Because Don't spoil it because I might read, well, it, read it. I think you. Well, if you had issues with. The miscommunication in this no, book? No, like if you had issues with. Uh, What's her name? Tiana? Ta- ta- Tanya? Like, call her Tanya, but it's but Tatiana. But it's, like, Tatiana, which is, like, not difficult to say at all, which is, I... Anyway. Uh, if you had issues with uh, Tiana, you probably will have issues with uh, Alex in the second book. Okay. Maybe. She she's definitely a very niche... Like, don't get me wrong, by the end of it, I'm just like, yeah, fuck this guy. She is an all on the right, but, like, you, it's gonna... She's very niche uh, heroine. Like, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Noted. Um, okay. Do you have any other last words about this book? Hmm. I don't think so. I'm, I was very worried to read this because Johanna Lindsay. Well, you just like, you're like, I don't want to read another historical. Could you pick something else? To be fair, you have a lot of step backs on your. I'm, on your... I'm not going to get rid of this book because I've. St- also my second and my first book are matching and i'm not gonna get rid of they both have the they both have the step back so and they both have the cover of the same so like the step back on the second one has a purple edge where this one is a blue edge but it's the same font and and the same flower Um, front because i'm probably gonna take this back at the used bookstore but i was very worried that i was gonna hate this and this actually was really good like i don't know whether you knew that going in or whether this just like worked out in your favor that like good time with uh like you belong with me which is why i was like i need the first book in the series and i hunted this one down oh i feel like i remember that i remember yeah, you asked me like, like to look for this book yeah i was like are... look for once a princess oh, and yeah, then you're right i did find it okay well i would recommend this if you're a historical reader i think you'll like it yeah um on that note what are you reading right now um, the second book in the, I think it's called the Devil's Cradle series by Suanna, Suanna Wright. Okay. It just came out. I think it's called like The Nightmare in Him. Okay. I did see that. But it's the second book. It just came out. Um, Actually, one of her books are on sale right now. Oh. One of the, um, one of the Dark and You ones. The Dark and You are all in KU now. Oh really? Oh yeah, well, I, I was. I so, fucking bought it. So I was so <laughs> mad because I bought the entire Dark New series. Yes, I did too. And then after uh, she released almost. the the last one, she, she put was them all like, "They're all gonna go on KU," and I was like, 
You fucking you you you're joking here, right? I was trying to find the other ones, the shifter books, and they like don't exist on like Kobo. They only exist in Kindle. Mm. That makes sense. Which I was kind of annoyed by because I don't buy a lot. If I can help it, I don't buy the Kindle version. I buy the Kobo version. Oh, I only own a Kindle because Kobo they're a regular EPUB, so I can put it on any single e-reader. Like I put it on an iPad, I can put it anywhere. And a Kindle, you're just fucked. You just have to you have to keep buying Kindles. I have no. Unless my laptop suddenly dies and I decide to buy an iPad instead, really only thing only e-reader I'm going to read is Kindle. <laughs> Well, anyway, um, okay, I am reading Raven Song. That's what I'm starting because I got it from the library and I read Wolf Song again, so I'm reading Raven Song again. Um, and I'm starting. I think that. about that scene, um, with like him giving back the wolf. Are you cr- do you like, get do you get the sad? Time, I think about that. I'm like, damn, I really fucking balled up with that one. I the the, the thing is with that series is I feel like it gets better every time you read it because every mm-hmm. time I read it I'm I get something a little different or something yeah. else jumps out at me and it just gets better every time I've read them like Wolf Song I've read three times and it just hits every fucking time and this is the first time I'm rereading Raven Song and I'm excited because I I think the only one I want to reread is the last one I the thing is is I didn't like Kelly and um I quite like Kelly and Robbie and Robbie's book but it's the one that people talk about the most. I get really. You, I th- I think people talk about Gordo and Mark the most. I've seen a lot of Robbie and Kelly stuff, like a lot of art for them. So like, I feel like maybe I need to give it another chance. We'll see. I'll read this one and then we'll see if I circle back. I'm trying to wait for the new covers to come out in paperback, and then I'm probably gonna buy Wolf Song and Raven Song. I haven't decided I'm gonna buy all four. Because I don't know if I'll go back to all four. But then do you like, do I buy them to well, complete I mean, the series even though I'm not going to go back to them? Just about to get rid of In the Weeds and you have the first book in that series. I, so. I am going to get rid of In the Reeds. Although In the Weeds, like, the the, the overarching plot is, plot is different. Like, this is a standalone, realistically. Yeah. So it's not like I need to read this book to read another book. Anyway. um, Okay. Anything else? No, but I do think this has prompted me to now read more of your more of my maybe I'll try to like every month I'll try to read one of my physical TBRs. That's my goal for 2024 is to read one book on my shelf every month. And then my goal is to read one book on my shelf every month and one book on my e-reader every month because how many e-books do you have that you've never fucking read? I'll get to them eventually. So many. I have so e-reader many. is just like um, it doesn't exist to me. If it's not downloaded, it doesn't exist. So I'm going to do that. Um, Anyway, uh, on that note, so this comes out the last week of January. The mix and match winter boxes for the Modern Romantics book box is closing soon. So if you want to get a mix and match box, this is the time to do it. If you're listening to this episode... And you followed along us on Instagram. Then you knew they did a birthday sale yesterday. If you missed the birthday sale, you can use our podcast 10% off on the mix and match boxes, which is sisters reading romance, all caps, no spaces. That gets you 10% off anything on the website. Um, Our spring boxes will be released in two weeks on February 15th. And the announcements have started to happen. So if you want to see what's in the spring box, we've got two books. It's a, if you like this, try this. And the theme is small town romance for the box. So if you want to see what books or what items are going in the box, take a look at our Instagram. Um, I try to post them on the podcast Instagram stories. Um, But if you want to see them, you'll have to go to the actual book box page, which is at modern.romantics.bookbox. Otherwise, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. It is super helpful when you rate and review. I think you can rev- you can rate us on Spotify, but you can't review us. You have to review us on Apple Podcasts. It's actually so helpful for people finding us. Um, in December, actually, we were in the top 200 podcasts in Canada in books. Wow. 
Top 200 is like, that's going to be good, right? Yeah. I think that's good. Or top 100. We were 96 for oh, like a week. Wow. So please. Well, what week was that? I don't know. What I'll episode have to, did we release? I'll have to look at it. But I, it, I, I got on a book the entire time. <laughs> Those books do tend to get us higher ratings. Um, but um, if you rate and review us, it's super helpful. We really appreciate it. It helps people find us. It helps us get recommended to people on podcast apps. Also, check out our website. The blog will be updated for January with our review summaries uh, sometime before Valentine's Day. And then obviously our newsletter is in the modern romantic book boxes on the website. So take a look. We appreciate if you want to connect with us. I manage the Instagram, so it's more than likely myself. So if you want to talk to Lexi, you will have to request it. But um, I probably will not. For the most part, I manage the Instagrams. If you want to connect with us, that's where we are. That's where we are engaging the most. And February is fanfic Feb. So stay tuned. We will have fanfic coming, which I feel like is an untapped place. You should never really dipped your toe into fanfic. I did when Tumblr was still a thing. I was I was like heavy into fanfic when I was a teenager, which is like I was too, but only when Tumblr was a thing because I was getting a lot of Tumblr ones, and then after Tumblr stopped being a thing, I, I mean, kind of fell off. Still kind of a thing. Is it though? I thought it was doing like I thought I heard it was like coming back, and I heard that too. I thought like, and the girl, then it the died. Little, the little Gen Xers or or or, uh, or Gen Zers you know are what? coming back. You know when to I Tumblr. stopped Tumblr. It's when they made when they put the sensors on it and you couldn't see like explicit content on on. Oh, so you Tumblr. were only on Tumblr for sex. I mean, that was like a, a, a hence I mean, where yes. I hence don't get me wrong. Tumblr was known for that. Hence I why was, I ended up on fanfic. I think I was uh, on Tumblr. A very different spectrum of Tumblr. Okay, <laughs> so I mean, like, if that gives you any idea of what kind of fanfic that I had devoured when I was on Tumblr, I'll tell you. Anyway, Fanfic Feb coming to you next week. We'll be back in your ears. Bye.